Hey, you okay? Oh, damn enchiladas. Oh. You gonna be all right? Hey everybody, welcome to the Carlos Rivera birthday bonanza episode of It's Them Damn Enchiladas, the podcast, where we mostly talk about, well, whatever the heck I want to talk about today, because it's my birthday episode. I am Carlos Rivera, the birthday boy, and with me, as always, the white herb to my Doc Holiday, Mr. Adam R. Griffin. Follow us on the Red Hot Twitter machine, handles in the show notes, and the show at It's Them Damn, and on Instagram at It's Them Damn Enchiladas podcast, Adam how the hell are you? I am good. You are a year older, officially, after Saturday. So happy podcast birthday to you. Thank you. Here on the wonderful wide world of podcast recording. It's all about you today. It, it, it was your birthday this past weekend. I hope you had a good time. And I uh, hope you're able to have some fun for the next uh, 45 minutes or so. And ongoing throughout the year until it's your birthday next year. And you just keep having years full of fun. Is it birthday or birthday? Well, it's birthday. Sometimes. Right. Yeah. People say birthday. Yeah, because that's the only one I recognize. This one. Well, there you go. Because it's birthday. It's birthday. Go shorty. It's my birthday. I'm going to party like it's my birthday. I'm going to drink Bacardi. Like it's my birthday. And you know that we don't give a fuck. Because it's my birthday. It's your birthday. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you want to get out of the way before I jump into things? Um, yeah. Uh, uh, we, uh, we're recording this on June 10th, Wednesday, 2020. Uh, we will be discussing the, the issues surrounding Cinestate, Fangoria, and Birth Movies Death next episode but we uh we do what well, i do at least want to acknowledge that there's a lot of horrible shit taking place we'll talk about it uh as things develop further into next week so i did want to just put it out there we haven't we're not ignoring it but we will discuss it next week what he said anything else sir um no in, in, in the spirit of this episode Let's get right down to it. All right, so I gave you a list, Mister. You you did, Griffin, of, of four topics. There will be a fifth, which you don't know about. But oh, there's four geez. four topics, okay? Um, which encompass basically the things that I, growing up and in my lifetime, uh, have looked towards. For inspiration, for joy, for excitement, for pleasure, for good times, for bad times. Mm -hmm. To get me through all those things, you know? These four to be five topics. Fifth one, like I said, I didn't want to prepare you for. Okay. I wanted to be spontaneity in the segment. So there shall be spontaneity. 
All right. All right. So, so the first things I started thinking about, I was like, I said, self, what are the things that you used to think about when you were a little kid? The first thing that came up to mind were my favorite wrestlers. All right. Now, because it's my birthday, you're yeah. going to go first. Well, I'm going to go you're, first. You're, yes. You're going to tell me your favorite three wrestlers of all time. Of all time. All time. All of the time from all time. From when you were a teeny little griff to uh-huh. now middle-aged griff. Okay. Because you're, right. you're middle-aged now. Yeah, I am middle-aged griff. And that's okay. M-A-G. That's, 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 that's quite all right. All right, so my top three wrestlers of all of my time here on this planet Earth. Let's start with number three. Number three is a recent addition to the list. And to be quite honest, if I could put three wrestlers in one spot, I would. But since I can't, I will put one at number three. This is not a reflection of uh, three, two, to one. But just starting on the list. And at number three, uh, as of the uh, the events leading up to and during the culmination of a phenomenon from last year known as Kofi Mania. Number three is Kofi Kingston. Uh, Why? Because I believe he had uh, the one of the most underrated world championship runs in this modern era of wrestling. From, I guess, let's go with... Uh, 20, 2014 to 2019. Yeah, yeah, that that uh, that six months run. It's pretty damn good. It made me believe again, just for that that one magic little slice of time. It made you believe again. Yes. It's a strong, strong comments. Yes. All right. Okay. Number two. Uh, favorite wrestler all time. This is a rough one because number one makes sense, but number two, you'd be like, "Well, I thought so and so was gonna be here," but no, it's a uh, one, Dwayne Johnson, aka okay. The Rock. Okay, so it's not Mark Henry. All right. No. I thought it was gonna be. No, no. I mean, if you really want to deep dive, could have said Farouk, uh, Ron Simmons, but no, I want to stick with. The Rock, uh, specifically Hollywood Rock, because Hollywood Rock, with the Rock concerts, and and just the the, the, the sheer just ability to destroy people on the mic, and then get his ass kicked, and then come back and still destroy people on the mic. It's fucking great. So that's number two. Number two. Number two. Number one. I mean, is there any doubt that I would pick? The Macho Man Randy Savage is my favorite wrestler of all time. Um, no, I guess not. I guess there wouldn't be any doubt. Macho Man was the man. Mr. Mr. Randy Poffo. That's right. Uh, just like that run through WrestleMania 3 and the, the character built and storytelling all the way through the retirement match with the Ultimate Warrior. Fantastic. 
absolutely fantastic. Promos, matches, had it all. Easily. So there we go. Dems. It's my top three. Very nice. Very nice. I see how you you, you got a little old, a little new, a little in between. I don't got no new wrestlers on my list. There you go. Because wrestling sucks now. <laughs> I, and you know, you know what I was gonna do, right? You know I was gonna put New Day number three, but I, I decided against it. You could have done that. It would have, it would have oh, can I change it? I'd, <laughs> hey, you can. Would you like it to be all three of them? Yep. It's fine with me. There we go. New Day at number three. Not a reflection on the talent or what they might do in the future. But they're just number three all time for me, right now. Now I just want to state. With that comment that I just made that wrestling sucks now. Yes. That I made that comment to Xavier Woods. You did. And he agreed with me. He did. I was there. I, I seen it and I was present for it. Yeah. Because I, I've seen it and heard it. He heard it. I told him. I said, hey, hey, man, I dig your shit. You're cool and shit. I dig your stuff. I, look, I dig New Day. But other than that, wrestling sucks now. Old school wrestling was better. And he says, I agree. And I said, thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you, sir. So with that, with that being said, uh-huh. number three, these are tough. These are it was tough to figure out one, two, and three here. Yeah, I mean, you know who the three are, but it's just figuring out the which order. way to go. Yep. Number three, Mr. Diamond Dallas Page. Self high five. Self high five. I mean, listen, he did so much with so little compared to everyone else around that time he wasn't the most he wasn't the most talented wrestler mm-hmm. he wasn't the most charismatic wrestler but nope. there was just something about him his desire you know uh his will to 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 be a good, just be a good wrestler to be a decent wrestler um just that work ethic really made him pop out to me um and i don't know man the diamond cutter because i used to hit people with that diamond cutter at church <laughs> After church, just run, run when they're walking away. Just ah, diamond cutter, so, shit. And That's right. You know he had the, the diamond. Rock. Yep. That, that Jay Z stole from him. Yep. I remember. I seen it. Remember that whole uh, lawsuit? Oh yeah. The Rock Familia versus uh, DDP. Yep. DDP did it first, guys. DDP, mm-hmm. DDP was amazing. And now he does DDP yoga, and he's saving people's lives and their health. That's right. Who would have thought? That's didn't see that one coming, but I'm glad it's here. DDP yoga, you know, making the best of his second life. Mm-hmm. And his second wife too. That's what I did there. Second life, second wife. Ah, uh, remember Kimberly? Ah, uh, Kimberly Page. Ah, those are the good old days of Nitro Girls. Nineties <laughs> yeah, were a wild time, but we'll get into that later. Yeah, nineties <laughs> were a wild time. We will get to that later. Number two, the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Except he's number two on my list. Brett, the Hitman, Hart. Mm. That motherfucker was so cool coming down the ring with those fucking glasses on. 
and the leather jacket. He was just cool. Before even before even watching him wrestle, he was just freaking the coolest shit ever. He was so badass. Him and uh, Jim Neihart. And they were Heart Foundation. The man, Brett by himself. Classic technical wrestler. Mm-hmm. He was just so he was so good. Such a polished wrestler and a polished uh, Mikeman with yeah. Mike skills. Yep. People don't give him that much credit, but he was he was on point. Back when you know, back when Hogan was doing his corny, you know, take your vitamins and freaking do your push-ups or whatever, pray to Jesus nonsense. When people were eating that up. Nope, I was eating up Red Heart. Talking about working out in the dungeon, killing people. No, not killing. People. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Beating people up. I was like, "Where is this going?" <laughs> Every time I hear dungeon, I think about killing people. I don't know. It's just like a reflex in my mind. It's too, too, too many horror movies. Oh my God. It is too many horror movies. Sometimes it happens, man. I hear dungeons like ah, kill. Um, <clears throat> But yeah, man, Brett the Hitman Hart. Classic matches. My favorite match. Oh, man. The, I, my favorite match of his is actually against uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. The the, um, the first one-on-one match or the uh, submission match? No, the first one-on-one. Yeah. Not submission match. Submission match was alright. It wasn't as good as the first one. Yeah, that's, that's my, true. That's my favorite one. Another person that embodied everything that was professional wrestling, the WWF, for me, for me, was number one, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Yep. May go down um, longevity-wise. One of the longest careers. Yep. Successful careers, I should say. Where he was doing his thing at a high level. Where he was still relevant. Ever since ever since he kicked Marty Jannetty, man. Ever since he kicked Marty Jannetty through the glass. That was a rap. Yeah. He cemented himself as a superstar. He's a great tag team wrestler. And then phenomenal singles wrestler. He was athletic. He was charismatic. He was, oh my god, he was great heel. When he was a face, he was... He just... He just, every aspect of a wrestler, he did it, and he did it fantastic. With his little pranks down up there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I'm cute. No, I'm sexy. And he had... Oh, man, that theme song was awesome. When he freaking went down the zip line. <laughs> yeah. To the yeah. And, uh, and this man's completely over the top call. Jesus Christ. Yep. 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 It's freaking. Oh. Uh, that's not. There's, yeah, there's no one. In my mind, no one did it better than Shawn Michaels. And I live my my life trying to be like Shawn Michaels. <laughs> this is true. It's, it's not a lie. It's not a lie, guys. This is true. It's not a lie. So, with that being said, mm-hmm. then I started to think about 
what other things in my life did I used to like doing since I was a young kid? Mm-hmm. And that would be playing video games. Okay. So, in quick fashion... Quick um, fashion. Would me. you like to give me your, your... Yeah, because I feel like video games, if we name them, we can go on for, like, hours talking about why they're so good. Yeah. So, I would like to hear your top three. Top three video games. Uh, number three. And these are all interchangeable, but because um, they're all great. But uh, number three is Quake One because it's been uh, damn near twenty-five years and I still haven't found a first-person shooter with such a responsive grenade launcher. Uh, number two is Street Fighter Two. That's right. Came out in nineteen ninety-one, and I've been hooked ever since. Number one, Super Metroid. Just, it, it is a perfect game in my opinion. Huh. Very nice. Super Metroid. Number one. But they're interchangeable, you said. It's really yeah. interchangeable. Yeah. But for the purpose of this, it's top three. Yeah, because that's, that's what I said. But I, I appreciate you going through the, uh, through the motions. Number three is a rare game. Well, not a rare game. Uh, it's an old game. But it was such a good series, and I feel like it got me into the whole genre of the kind of game, and that's Siphon Filter. Oh, very nice. Siphon Filter got me. Once I played that and played the subsequent sequels, and then I started playing all those kind of games, you know, all the all the first-person shooters. Actually, Siphon Filter wasn't it was a third-person third person shooter, wasn't it? Yeah, it's actually a third-person shooter. Regardless. Anyway, shooting games. I never liked them before the fighting filter. You know, these little missions now. Now I'm all into Call of Duty and all this other nonsense because it's Siphon Filter. Number two, the game that we could not stop playing, Left 4 Dead. It was a cultural landmark in our lives. Yeah. That, game, that game was our video game for years. Part one and part two. So I'll just put it as one game. Just the series, Left 4 yeah. Dead. And, you know, that game is so good. I think it ruined me games afterwards because it we haven't been able to top that multiplayer experience yet no and it's been uh it's been over a decade yep and my number one which is this is a hard one i think because i'm it was it was sad that arkham didn't come into this whole top three for me because mm-hmm. arkham series was a great series for me but the series and the game that got me hooked from the beginning was Bioshock. Yeah. I could still play Bioshock today, the first one, and still be loving every aspect of it. The freaking music, the ambiance, uh, the gameplay, the story. Bioshock was a perfect game. Perfect game. Part 2 was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Infinite was amazing. But Bioshock was a perfect, perfect video game. And I remember playing many nights. I remember when the the remastered collection came out. And I played the three of them straight through. Mm-hmm. Because I, I just I just love that. I just love Bioshock so much. I love the big daddies. Not in that kind of way. Or the little sisters. Alright. Yes. Oh, great picks. Thank of course you. they are. They're your picks. They're my picks. Yeah, they have to be. And they're great. Sure. Yes. Now, this this topic, 
Uh-huh. I feel. You know, when I'm driving down to go see you, Adam, it's a, it's a three, three and a half hour drive. Yeah. So my whole life, I drive a lot. I've driven to Boston. I've driven, you know, Baltimore. I've driven down south. I drove to Michigan once. It's a nine hour drive. Yeah. Adam was with me. Yep. I love to listen to music. I love to sing. I want to know on these 41 years on this planet, Griff, and yes. 40 for you, and 40 for you, uh-huh. your top three bands that have influenced your life. Top three bands that influenced my life. Well, we're saying bands. So you said bands. Not, not singers. Yeah, not, not singers. singers. Not singers. Was, not singers. Correct. Because I, uh, I know I know, for a fact Prince yes. is one of your top singers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. So we went band. So uh, uh, rappers are off the list. You said top three bands. Bands. More so than right. one person involved. Right. So number three is uh, Nine Inch Nails. Okay. I think uh, Trent Reznor's work in general is phenomenal, and just it, it just encompasses all eras of, uh, of uh, my life. Uh, number two is Living Color. Uh, they are they're a band with longevity. I, I still don't think that they've ever truly gotten their due as far as importance in the music scene. And um, and all their songs are still infinitely relevant today. And number one is easy, easy one that you probably know. Foo Fighters. What? Yes. No. Yeah. No. Leave it. I can't believe that one. So, I think, uh, well, you know, everybody, like, puts over the color and the shape as their number one, their, their, their best album. I think that, uh, There's Nothing Left to Lose is their best album. But, yeah, Foo Fighters is, I don't know, just, just great music for me, so. I didn't see that coming. Psych. <laughs> Psych. I knew that was going to be number one. Yeah. There's a few things I'm very certain about with Adam. If this would have been a top three singers, Prince would have been on the list. Yeah. For fact. Yeah. And top three bands, I knew Foo Fighters was going to be number one. Yeah. Speaking of Foo Fighters, number three on my list would be the Foo Fighters. There you go. Um, well, we saw them live at RFK. Dude. July 4th, 2015. It was amazing. Yep. Goosebumps, chills. Yeah, that was the first show after he broke his leg. That was the first show. Yep, when he had the throne. Just badass. <laughs> so, they're so good. They're so good. And, uh... But Dave's been doing his thing for a while, man. Cause, yeah. You know, he was doing his thing with uh, Nirvana before that, so... What are they? They're 25 years now, right? 25 years? Yeah, yeah, this would have been... Uh, this would have been the 25th anniversary year of the show. Done, uh, done the RFK show again. Was it at RFK? Yep. That sucks that it had it canceled. But coronavirus, we gotta live. That's right, gotta be safe. Numero dos! With an album that was only called by the color 
The Black Album. Metallica at number two. Yeah. I got into Metallica, I want to say senior year of high school. Big shout out to my homeboy Justin Souders if he's listening. He got me hooked on him. Um, I actually got into a fist fight over a tape. He was he had an extra tape, a tape. Yes, people, tape, tape of right. uh, of Load when Load came out, and he was like, "Ah, whoever wants it can have it." And then for some odd reason, this dude Stephen Huber wanted to get it, and I was like, "Nah, fuck that, Stephen, I want it." And then we like we like fought for it, but it wasn't like a real fight. It was like a, it was like Mike shoving, but um. Nothing else matters. One of my favorite songs ever. Song one, which has a big history with me. Yep. In my uh, my e wrestling career, if I would have been a real wrestler, that would have been my <laughs> theme song. When I get drunk, I like to listen to it. It's just Metallica. I mean, Metallica for me. They've been and they've been doing it for a while too. Yeah. But my number one band, the band of all bands. Mm-hmm. 40 years and going Depeche Mode I got into Depeche Mode because of one Mr. Scott Blair yep he introduced me so this is now going back to the year like 90 I want to say 99 probably 99 99 yeah. or, or 2000 yeah no, 99 had to be 99 and I heard what has now become my favorite song of all time which is Enjoy the Silence and this is now 20 years later and I listen to Depeche Mode every day. There's no day that I don't listen to them. A day. That's. I'm not exaggerating. Like I listen to them every day. They are. They. They. They have grown with time. They keep changing their sound, which is awesome. They keep growing. And their sounds are have gone from solely electronic to now more of like a blues. Uh, more like a rock blues, which is awesome. Uh, I can't. I can't talk about Depeche Mode enough. I can do a whole episode on Depeche Mode, so we won't go into it that much. But um, those are my top three. Also growing up in life, Adam, uh-huh. there was one actor, one actor, okay. who stood out as the, the actor of my generation. No... It's not Denzel. It's not Tom Hanks. Why would it be them? No, no, Adam. It's Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. I knew this. Val Kilmer. (laughs) I want you to tell me what are your three top Val Kilmer films. My three top Val Kilmer films. Well, uh, number three, just for the fact that his presence in it has been emulated several times over after the fact. Number three is Top Gun. Okay. Because, I mean, if you think about heavy foil that has the plain antagonist, but then ends up friends at the end, like, oh, yeah, I knew you could do it. And then, uh, that's that's Val Kilmer and Top Gun all the time, ever since. Got it. Uh, number two. And this is only at number two because number one, I think, is such an underrated performance and deserves to be higher whenever it shows up on the list. So number two is Tombstone. Number two is Tombstone. Okay. Yes. Um, 
Uh, and again, it's like the top gun performance in which you have that second lead. And every beat that his performance of Doc Holliday hits, I don't know how many times that's been. There's been attempts to kind of have that presence on screen in films after Tombstone. From entrance to exit. Like, it's rare for a secondary character to get such an underplayed yet super heavy exit that Doc Holliday gets in Tombstone. And it's just played wonderfully. That's what that's it number two. Because number one of my favorite top Valcamera performances. Number one is Kiss Kiss Bang. Alright. Mr. Gapery. <laughs> Gapery. <laughs> Just damn it. Like I don't see that movie being as great as it is. Without him. Regardless. Just just what a wonderful movie. And again, it's a movie that has not gotten its due. So yeah, that, that, that's that's my number one. And those are my top three. Top Gun, Tombstone, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I almost put Top Gun in my top three, but I didn't. Only because I felt like he should have been the star of the movie. Because huh. I, I hate Tom Cruise. Why? Well, yeah. so, <laughs> oh, don't get me started. So I couldn't. So I couldn't put. I couldn't put Top Gun there. I have a hard time choosing Val Kilmer movies over each other. All right. Between Tombstone, my top three have both Tombstone and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang in them. All right. Now, my third favorite performance of his. And it's not the Doors, because Doors came pretty close, too. Was The Saint. Ah, yes. Val Kilmer was awesome in The Saint, where he played all the different, uh, all the different characters. Mm-hmm. How Val Kilmer is best. That was Val Kilmer. Like, Val Kilmer was at his best all the time. I mean, I can go on forever, you know? Uh, oh my god. Freaking Willow. Yep. Freaking great in Willow. Um, I mean, not so much lately, obviously. Because he's, he's gone down the path of, uh, he's gone down the path of Steven Seagal and Nicolas Cage with making movies just to make movies. But, Heat. Yep. Oh, man. The Ghost of the Darkness. Yep. Uh, um, Deja Vu with, uh, with our buddy Denzel. Yeah, yeah. So many good movies. Actually, did you ever see Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans? Uh, no. That's the one with him in the cage? Yeah. Uh, Ava Mendez? Oh, it's so good. So good. But if I have to choose a number one... You know, in my heart of hearts, I can't choose anything over Doc Holliday because of my my love and infatuation with that character. Yeah, I'll be a Huckleberry. Ugh. Ugh. 
and then when he's freaking spinning the the wine glass with Johnny mm-hmm. Ringo, <laughs> he starts quoting. He starts quoting Latin. Ah, oh. actually, fun fact, Adam. Uh huh. When he's doing the whole thing with the, the Latin, he actually quotes my high school's uh, motto. Huh. Well, there you go. Age quoragis is do what you do best. So he's telling Johnny Ringo when he threatens him, do what you do best. He's asking for him to pull his gun on him. Yep. He's a fucking badass. Val Kilmer's a badass. MacGruber. Ah, <laughs> oh, he's just so many. Oh, man, what was the other one? God damn, Top Secret. Top Secret, yeah. So that was his first movie. That was his first movie, Top Secret. Oh my god, he was in uh, what else was he in? Thunderheart. Remember that one where he plays <laughs> where he goes to the reservation as a cop. <laughs> Uh, real genius. Real genius, yeah. At first sight. Come on. Come on, son. How am I supposed to just pick one? I couldn't. This is a trick question, Adam. This is a trick question. That's there's, was, no, there's no there's, top three. There, no, top well, everything. Top everything, yes. Why? That's why I want to cast him. You know, I want to cast him as Scott Summer's dad. Corsair, yeah. That'd yeah. be good. What, right? Be amazing. That'd be really good. Now, I said there was... I gave you these four to think right. about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this was... I gave, I gave it to you last... Uh, last Saturday. Uh, no, last... Well, yes. Saturday morning. It was, it, was my, it was my birthday already. And I said, here are your topics to think about. Mm-hmm. But then I said there was a fifth one. A fifth one. Which you didn't know anything about. Mm, did not know. And you still don't know. I, I will in a, in a minute, hopefully. Okay. Because I was very cryptic with the top three bands of all time. Uh-huh. Okay. I wanted you to name your top five rappers of all time. Oh. To give you your own, give it its own little world. Top five rappers. Yes. Of all time. Oh, jeez. All right. So now and I, I will allow you to name a group if you wish. Oh, okay. A one group. Well, not me. If you want to do five groups, you could, but. Okay. You know, right. I'd rather be five groups better than most top rappers. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's a few that you can name. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go with number five Public Enemy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah um, Apocalypse 91 uh, Is one of my favorite albums of all time So uh, That stretch, that stretch uh, Of late 80s To early 90s Their output then Is fantastic 911 is a joke Yep Yep Shut them down Can't trust it Night train Yeah That hits the spot Uh Number four is going to be, and I got, I'm doing this in real time. So number four, I'm, 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 I'm calculating here. 
This is, this is heavy because it's serious stuff. Because you named top five rappers, people go nuts. Say, what's I, wrong with you? That's why I did it. Why, why, why are these people on your list like this? Uh, let's say uh, number four, uh, Black Thought from the Roots. And, well, the Roots in general, but Black Thought especially because. Uh, well, if you think about it, he is the Roots because no one else raps on there. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the roots are collective. Black Thought. I, I understand, but he's the lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you say the roots, it's, it's Black Thought. We'll, we'll, say, we'll say Black Thought. Uh, if you need examples, you listen to his freestyle from a couple years ago. Well, he listens to his work with the roots. So, there we go. That's number four. Okay. Uh, num- number three, and this is due to uh, an album uh, that has my favorite song of all time on it. Uh, number three is Ghetto Boys. Specifically, but we can't be stopped. Mind playing tricks on me. Favorite song of all time. Yes. Easily. Uh, number two. Number two is Biggie. Okay. <laughs> I think you're going to say something. You didn't say anything. <laughs> two classic albums. Well, what can I say? Except that number one. Uh, number one. Number one is is Tupac. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Tupac lives now through through Machiavelli. That was the middle of the nineties for me. Just listening all that stuff. Very nice. So here we go. Top Very five. nice. And off the top of your head. Off the top of my head. Yep, that might change tomorrow, but we got it. This is on recorded media. <laughs> this will be on the interwebs. That's right. It is June 10th, 2020. And you just heard my top five rappers. Top five rappers. Slash groups. Numero cinco. Uh-huh. Tribe Call Quest. Yep. I think Q-Tip is so underrated. Mm-hmm. First off. Um... But try, man. They they've been putting hits, such good songs and such good beats. So long. Their you know their comeback album a couple years ago was so good. I mean, it mm-hmm. sucks. Fife's gone, but yeah, they're so good, and I can listen to them whenever. Also, another group that I can listen to whenever, and I will fight you. Me? Oh, and not not you, the collective you. Oh, okay. People listening oh. on on who the actual best rapper of this group is. Okay. That's the Wu Tang Clan. The Wu Tang Clan. See, I wasn't even thinking. <laughs> you forgot about Wu Tang, didn't you? Because you know they're for the children. And I used to play uh, uh, Thirty Six Chambers in the Wu Tang. That was like the only tape I played for like a whole school year. Yes. Good pick. Good pick. Watching that documentary last year got me even more into them than I was. Because yeah. unfortunately, when I was when they came out, I was in I was living in Massachusetts, and the big thing out there was uh, it was Snoop's comeback. Oh yeah. And Biggie it was because I left I left I left Massachusetts in '97. 
So Biggie was the big thing. Jay Z really wasn't big yet. Right. So it was really like Biggie and Tupac. Yeah. Snoop just can't got back. And Wu Tang was killing in New York. Oh yeah. But like nowhere else. Like they were just starting because everyone else was, you know, because they were they came from a small label. Wild records. Well, let me tell you, Wu Tang. Ugh, that first track. Ugh, protect your neck. Ugh, hard, hard. Um, Inspector Dex verse. Woo. Ugh. Anyway, sorry, sorry. I got a little emotional. That's okay. Damn, now I want to now I want to hear Wu Tang. <laughs> Number three, Mister Marshall Mathers. Okay. There's just something about Eminem. There's just something about Eminem. His wordplay and storytelling is crazy, crazy, crazy. I don't know how he even says words when he raps. When he like rap god was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That was ridiculous. I don't even know if he took a breath the entire song. So good. He's so good. Um, and when he did recovery. Recovery was a great album. Yeah. Oof. Recovery was, was a heavy album, too. Heavy and good. Weighty stuff. Yeah, we could, we could do that. If you can do the weighty stuff, you know you're doing all right. Yeah. You know, like, part, like I hope that, like, you know, as his career moves further into the future, like, I hope he can just really just kind of shift and delve into to the heavier stuff a bit more you know yeah because i mean he doesn't have anything left to prove and so you know just really just like do something like do like a real like concept album something like that yeah well number another, two. An- another take on it yeah, yeah number so. number two number two on my list is an oldie well one of the best lyricist I've ever heard in my entire life is Big Daddy Kane. Yep. Big Daddy Kane could spit like no one else. And his rhymes were so... The, just the simplest rhymes, but they made so much sense. And they were just so sick. That's all you really can say about Big Daddy Kane. Like, if you, you have to listen to Big Daddy Kane to understand how good he was. Yeah. A lot of people don't get... You know, a lot of people don't have never listened to him, so they'll never understand. Number one, um, I know a lot of people... Call him a sellout. I don't care. To me, Jay Z, still my favorite rapper of all time. Me and Jay Z have gone through plenty of stuff since 1996. Uh, I've gotten every album of his. Mm-hmm. He's the only rapper who I've had all his albums since they came out. I bought them on tape, I bought them on CD, I downloaded them on my phone. Like, on all my media it's like on my laptop on my iPad on my iPhone on my Apple TV or whatever Jay-Z's there as much as I listen to Depeche Mode Jay-Z is the second person I listen to as much call him a sellout I don't care (laughs) and he got Beyonce (laughs) and he got Beyonce Sandwich maker extraordinaire. <laughs> I'm hungry. What the hell works? 
top two sandwich makers. Go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> ain't nobody. Well, ain't nobody gonna get that. <laughs> nobody's gonna get that joke. <laughs> Un unless I tell the story, and I don't think we should be telling that story on this show. No, I think we told it on the show, but we don't need to tell it again. They can go to the archives. You can find all the past episodes at itsthemdownenchiladas.com. Yeah. So those are the those are the important things that have encompassed my forty one years on this earth, Adam. Uh. -huh. Music. Video games. And Val Kilmer. <laughs> One rest wrestlership, but Val Kilmer. Ah, it's great. It's great. Forty one years so far. Can't complain. Things have been going really well. It would be a good year if Val Kilmer comes out in something new. Yeah. Get get a whole trifecta going. Get your. Well, he, is, he is coming out in something new this year. But I miss. Yes, you did. Uh oh. I'm I'm drawing a blank. It's been a weird year. Shall I say it? Yeah. Top Gun. Oh, that's right. With the, with the, with the Jets. Maverick. Yeah. Well, you know why I pushed the movie out of my brain. With Tom Cruise and that weird middle tooth he has. That is exactly why I pushed the movie out of my brain. Isn't it weird with that middle tooth of his? Isn't Tom Cruise weird in general? Well, yeah, he's a Scientologist. Oh, yeah. I wasn't gonna say it. I said but it, it was. It was. It was the quiet part. It's yes. my birth. It's it's my birthday episode. I can say whatever the hell I want. This is true. This is true. Poor Katie Holmes. What is she thinking? Uh, well, hopefully she doesn't think about it anymore. Wasn't she banging Jamie Foxx for a while? I don't know. I don't. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Discuss such things on 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 the internet. Because people get weird. Just trying to keep, hey man, I'm just trying to keep everyone on top of everything <laughs> that's going on. You know, I like to keep everyone in touch. We haven't given any Miley Cyrus updates in a while, and so, I'm okay with that. So I might have to look into that. As a person and a human being, I'm okay. <laughs> you can give us all the Miley Cyrus updates you want on episode 50. How about that? Oh, see, it's it's coming soon too. Yes, fourteen weeks. It's like four months from now. Oh my God, it's gonna be around Oktoberfest. You sure about that? Had to see what happens. We put some episodes in the bank. I hope Oktoberfest is still going on. It'd be nice, but um, it looks like it's still going. Yeah, and I don't know, because <laughs> if that ain't a petri dish. <laughs> then uh yeah won't the alcohol kill everything though no that's not how it works <laughs> that's not how it works not with that kind of alcohol god damn it now with that 114 proof gin which I still need to lock down just get that it's from Virginia right yep I need to get that Old Bay hot sauce everybody that's right don't buy it. Don't buy it. Let us get it. Let us get our bottles first. Yep. Then you guys can go ahead and buy it. Yep. So I think that's it. Okay. I think that's all that we've got going on for my birthday. All right. I think once we stop talking about Val Kilmer, 
<laughs> that was that was all you're you're leading up to. I was leading up to the Valcomer, yeah. The rappers rappers part was cool, but I feel like Valcomer wouldn't been the was the headliner. Oh, okay. That sounds about right. So uh, let's see, real quick for the next episode, we will get back to uh, covering what's been happening on the last drive-in. Uh, we'll, we'll get you caught up with all the current uh, horror movie and genre entertainment news that comes across our digital desk. So keep your ears open for that. But uh, this has been another episode of It's Them Damage, a lot of the podcast. If you enjoyed the show, you can leave us a voicemail at 443-906-0040. If you read it on the air, you're officially part of the Inch Mob. As always, podcast producer for stars, Mark Warren has been responsible for making us sound oh so spectacular. So thank you for all that you do, Mark. Until next time, please have fun, watch horror movies, play some damn video games, stay safe, be sure to keep any lurking racist, bigots, opportunists, instigators, agitators, and general dim-headed jackasses out of your life and hydrate, 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 hydrate. Always forward, never back. So keep on keeping on. So until next week, thank you for listening and goodbye. Goodbye. I'm your huckleberry. Why, Johnny Ringo. You look like somebody just walked over your grave. Fight's not with you, Holiday. I beg to differ, sir. We started a game we never got to finish. <coughs> Play for blood, remember? I was just fooling about. I wasn't. And this time, it's legal. All right, Lunger. Let's do it.